Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. But she's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's watch TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome into a new year. Happy 2022 to everybody. Happy 2022 to you, you, and you. (laughs) Yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed their holidays. I hope New Year's came in in a great way for any, everybody, whatever way that was. Um, Hope it was uh, something that you reflected on and enjoyed. What was your craziest New Year? Like, did you used to go crazy when you were... Yeah, I don't know. No, and dad young mom, and able. Mom and dad were dating and engaged. We used to go to hall parties. Yeah, was that like the thing, or was oh, that the, just a thing in Michigan? I didn't hall live parties. outside of Michigan. I don't know. But the craziest one is when we went to a Red Wing hockey game, and we were in the club afterwards, and went to a New Year's party in the club, and then we came out, and Uncle Larry got got in a fight with somebody because they stole the taxi before us, and he went in. And pulled the guy out of the <gasps> taxi, and a and a fight broke out, and Dad jumped in, and it was they're all drunk, and it's like oh, it's drunk and stupid fight. That was the wildest one over a taxi. Well, we were wait, you're waiting hours for a taxi on New Year's Eve anywhere if you're at a big establishment, and we were waiting. We were next to go, and some guy cut in front of us with his wife and got in the taxi, and Uncle Larry leaned in and pulled him out by his collar. And then you broke then a beer Dad, bottle and beat the wife up. No, I didn't get involved. I was just run, run to bigger dad and all his clumsiness jumping in there, oh. saving his brother. That was the wildest. And that's what happened. So that's now terrible. our New Year's is rather quiet. Rather quiet. I like, I like having people over and stuff. Dad's like the quiet kind of guy now. Yeah. he He's aging like, I don't know. Like an old man. Cottage cheese. What? I'm doing really good. Mom. I- I'm only 12 weeks after my hip surgery. You're hobbling around this house like a friggin' tell a drunk Teletubby. No, I'm not. Quit you, telling uh, people that. You know what? Have you? I'll ask Aunt Ginger. I was just at her house. Ask her if I have was. Have you ever seen like one of those punching bags for kids that you fill with water and they just kind of like wobble back and forth? I don't wobble. You sort of. You're sort of unstable. I'm freaked out. Okay, because this puppy. Well, the puppy's still here, you guys, in my parents' house. We're, we're here right now recording the podcast. Oh, but I was stable enough to watch a puppy for five or six days, wasn't yeah, you were I? good enough for Yeah, I was good that. enough for that. Listen, though, it is icy back there. My biggest fear is that one of you is going to go back there and you're going to flip and trip on ice because, you know what they say, when, you, when old people break a hip, you die. That's why in the winter, I don't go on the back patio. There's no no reason for me. Don't you ever go out there. I don't. Mother Nature is not your friend in Michigan in the winter. She is your enemy. No, and I can She's only She's out take- here trying to cause mischief and mayhem and kill you. Right. That's what I always said about Michigan. Like, winter in Michigan is actually deadly. It's not cute. Everyone's like, it's beautiful. It's so white. It's so beautiful. Yeah, okay. It's beautiful for about 13 seconds. Here's what snow actually does. You can't drive in it, okay? Because people are flip fishtailing off the road, flippity-bippity-bop all over the way, causing car accidents and dying. Old people try to shovel in it, have heart attacks, and they are dying. People are, you know, you go on a nice walk with your baby and a polar bear pops out of nowhere and eats it and they are dying. Here we go. 
it chaps your lips, it chaps your hands. I'm lathering up my body in shea butter like I'm about to go so in Seattle, bask in the sun. Seattle, like you look like a drenched rat every day because it's raining. You have a point. And it's like gloomy. And if you stay in it long enough, you'll get, if you weren't depressed, you will get depressed. But I'll tell you what. But it makes it for is, great emo music. It is beautiful. Gorge. Gorgina when George. the sun came out, when the sun came out in April, it was gorgeous. The sun will come so, out. Shush in about Michigan. April. Here's the thing. Shush about the Midwest. In Seattle, we say there's a little saying, and it's summer doesn't start until July 5th, and it's the truest. It's like Alaska. It's kind of oh, the short days in winter are like short. Yeah. Like if you wake up too late, you're screwed. You don't get enough sun. But um, the one thing that I do like is from my rooftop. If you stand on our roof, yeah. It's like we live in a friggin' painting. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. The cascades, you see the mountains. The mm-hmm. sound, and then the volcano, which scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Who the hell builds a city when you can visibly see a volcano? I'm, I'll never get over that. It's like people in hurricane zones and flood zones build houses right on the water and stuff. Really? I don't understand it. Oh, so you're going to put your house on stilts and that's going to make it all better? But, I, but the other thing, too, is it's like it's been there for so long that these are now people's actual homes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But you get used to where you live and you love where you live. Now, I have to admit, for the first time this year, I thought, I got to go away in the wintertime somewhere sunny. Because my, you know, it, it just feels better. Where are you going to go? Florida. Oh, the land of promise. Which we go there because of Uncle Tom. You know, he lives there and we go see him. But after that, I'll go somewhere else. But I need the warmth on my body. I just need the warmth in my psyche. One of my favorite episodes of Let's Watch TV that we've ever recorded was Extreme Sisters, where those two sisters, like, wanted to go to Orlando so bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that was Orlando. funny. It's funny. Nothing, okay. about, nothing bad about Orlando. It's anyway. Just, before we start, I do want to give a shout out to not somebody who suggested that we watch this. Um, we have a Patreon member named Luke Carter. Mike, I was having I'm having crazy computer problems, and I don't want to buy a new computer yeah. because I feel like I can still get my money for this. Right. Luke Carter has his own YouTube videos and Patreon page too, where he gives legitimate help on technology. Oh, wow. And he sent me some of his videos and cleaned up my computer. And now I feel like I don't maybe need another computer for about six months. So thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Do you think he can help me with mine? I think you're in over your head. I don't know. Maybe he can. I don't know. You're uh, Hot Mess Express. Anyway, enough about all that bullshit. Who's our Patreon member? Our Patreon member is Miss Anna Johnson, who suggested that we watch, drumroll please, Dance Moms. Dance Moms on TLC Lifetime, season eight, episode 16. TLC and Lifetime are two different channels. It said, we, it said Lifetime on it. I no, it's TLC. Oh, whatever. And um, it's the New York Nationals. Is the episode we watched. Yeah. Season eight, episode 16. Right. Now, I know a little bit about Dance Moms. I don't. I only, I know her. I know a little bit, but I never watched it first I time. would say you had minimal knowledge. Very minimal. Now, I knew that this episode in particular is iconic. Like when this episode went out, the memes that were about it were just, this is the best episode of Dance Moms that arguably ever existed. So for, let's just. God, I wouldn't even, best, best it was, you'll get my feeling in a, in a little bit. Now, if you've never watched Dance Moms before, it's ex- it. I would say it's a cross between um, Real Housewives and So You Think You Can Dance. 
This is with kids. First of <laughs> with all, children. First of Abby all, Lee Miller is a whack job. A whack a doodle doddle doodle. Nutcase comes in in a wheelchair. Nothing about nothing about <laughs> a wheelchair. But Wait. I looked at when she's strolling in, and it's like what? She okay. But here's the thing about that. Nothing wrong with a wheelchair. I'm not. I'm just saying. I was a little surprised. You cross your eyes and because you, you well, you didn't even know. You didn't even know about her backstory about like the I didn't know about it, but I had dying. seen her in shows and she wasn't. And all of a sudden she was, and it's like, what the hell's going on? Okay. So what's the backstory? Back, back, back up. For those of you who never watched Abby Lee Miller, Abby Lee Miller Dance Company is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right. Just a very popular, very well-known dance company right. mm-hmm. and started this TV show of this whack Abby Lee and her child dancers. But and their the moms. dancers, the kids are really never the focal point. It's Abby and the moms. Un- because these moms are... On living on a different fucking planet. Like, it's insane. Are you going to give me a quarter for every time you say a bad word this new year? No. You're going to. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Blah, blah, blah. This is, like, one of the final seasons. This season that we watched was from 2019, so pre-Pandy. Mm, yeah, right. And, essentially, she's prepping them for... F- it's getting towards the end of the season, so it's nationals. It's in New York City, and she's prepping the kids to go. But stop a minute. They go, they compete. That's the episode. But there's chaosity that ensues. Right, but why is she in a wheelchair? Because she had, I don't know, cancer or something? Yeah. Did you look it up? Oh, oh, okay. No, because I thought you said you knew. But I heard she had cancer. Well, I knew she wasn't well. But you then were she became, startled when she came out in a wheelchair. Then she became paralyzed. Yeah. And, but she can rock that wheelchair. Oh, she rocks that wheelchair like it's no tomorrow. Let's just cut to that part right away. No, 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 not yet. Okay. Bring it on down. That's too quick. No. Okay. Over there. Okay. So this is what I hear her say to the kids. All the competition is all about her. And she's, all about she's her. She's not shamed to say it like, um, you have to win this for me. This is the most important thing for me. This is the most important thing for me. This is all about my journey and my recovery. And and I'm looking at the TV going, she's got to be out of her mind. And these little kids are looking at her. There's no happiness on their face. They're just kind of looking at her. The moms, um, to me, the moms listen to this woman talk to her their kids like they're dog food. The way she talks to those kids, I'm sitting there going, I would go over to that wheelchair and drag your ass out of it and choke the shit out of you. You talk to my kid like that. And all these moms are sitting there, mm-hmm, 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 nothing. Don't you talk to my kid like that. It is okay. abusive. Why did you just, you didn't even say she talks to the kids like dogs. You just said she talks to the kids like dog. Food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's eating up. She's she's eating them up alive. She is eating them up alive. We will say that. I was astounded. I am. I am constantly amazed by the way she talks. Like she said to the one kid, she's like, "Uh, "You had great face," and literally that was it. I'm like, "Oh my god, these kid, these girls are like ten, eight, ten, twelve. There might be a fourteen or fifteen year old in there, but like." I'm like sitting here. I'm like, I'm flabbergasted. Well, you know, those kids have to be anxiety riddled, ulcer riddled, um, self-deprivation riddled. These kids got to be screwed up. Now, there's this one boy who's in it, too. And he's good. Whatever. They're, They're all good. 
They're all good. Some I, of them are I, I will say this: I they had they had to do some of them are phenomenal. I thought the girl who didn't place at all. I thought she was insane. Like, she was insanely in, talented. Yeah, but I was all, like the way her body contorted and you shit. You know what? It's politics. Is it's, that all this judging? It's all, all this shit. No different than the Miss America pageant. The then Oscars, the U.S. government, the Golden Globes, blah blah. It's all about that. It all. It's all that all piles into it too. Yeah, and I think it does. So. This one, there's this boy who competes, and like they're all good. There, some of them are great, but they're all very talented. Very obviously, talented, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, Abby makes a comment about like, I want. What did you write his name down? Blake. Is it Blake? I don't know. Brady. Brady. She's like I. She's like I want Brady to win. Like Brady's gonna win. And one of these whack ass moms starts complaining the other moms say well she said she she twisted abby's words and it's like that means she wants everyone else to lose no it does not mean that but she had to stir the pot and cause this rickus ruckus riggity raggedy roogadoo with all the other moms and i was like slow down and then one of the other moms who i thought was also a wackadoodle was actually She's a hothead, but competent. And she was like, that's not what this means. That's not right. what that means right. at all. Well, Abby is seeing things like um, the loss is going to be on your shoulders. She says to the kids. Can I'm you thinking, believe Let that? Me knock you out of that wheelchair. <laughs> anyway, the mom. It is child abuse. Do you think that what she's doing is verbal child abuse? Absolutely. Me too. Me Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And, and this is what I don't like about reality TV. Um, they allow that to be okay. Hate and it. it's not okay. Even, and they make money off of it. They exploit it. I think it's horrid. Even horrid back, TV. This goes back. This goes way back. Do you remember? Was it Jenny? What was that reality show? It was a Jenny Jones. Jenny. Jenny. It was Jenny, Jenny Jones. Cra- yeah. Was it Jenny Jones? Yeah. There was this. They were from Michigan. Right. And back then, these reality talk shows were. All about exploitation, fighting, and and just ratings. embarrassing the hell out of these mm-hmm. people, all for ratings. Mm-hmm. Well, they brought Still this is. one guy on the Jenny Craig show, and they were like, "Hey, he, he's a straight guy," and they were like, "You, uh, there's someone in your life who has a real big crush on you. Do you want to know who it was?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then out comes this guy that he's best friends with, a man, right. which back in the day. These reality shows were problematic. Like, remember, Maury used to bring out all these beauty pageants and you had to guess which one's a man. Yeah. Like, how not right is that, you right, know? Right, Um, But that's what these shows were. Well, that guy, this is you well-known in Michigan, from around here where we're sitting yep. right now, mm-hmm. after they got off the show, they flew back to Michigan. The guy who was on the show went to that gay guy's house and murdered him because he was so embarrassed. He murdered him. and Shot him. Mm-hmm. But- with reality TV like this, where does this line cross? Because you're constantly seeing online and on the news, they'll they'll hate on uh, football coaches in high schools and stuff for the way they talk to the kids right. and the way that they do. Well, why isn't anyone coming for Abby Lee? Or maybe they are, and we're ignorant because we don't really watch the show right. or follow it. Right. But there is no... But there the, is as a teacher that upsets me listening to the way she talks to those right, kids. Right, but the problem is, is that there's not enough focus and pushback to take these shows off the air because their stuff is all about money. All they produce about money. it to be exploitation. They and people and you know what the other problem is? 
people watch this shit. And the parents That's agree. The and the kids agree. I mean, like, it's paying off the kids' college. So let's be real. So you, so you abuse a kid just to pay off your college? That's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. Now, I will, let me just segue into this really quick. There is another dance show on Netflix. It's called Beyond Belief. And it's, it only had one season and I wish it went further. Um, it's about a dance teacher, Alyssa Edwards, who's actually my favorite drag queen of all time, was on RuPaul's Drag Race and has this very, very, very famous um, elite dance studio in rural Texas. Wow. And he is incredibly confident and incredibly um, uh, talented. Mm -hmm. And the way he talks to his dancers, boys and girls, is completely opposite than Abby Lee. However, it is still stern. It's still hard. And he pushes them to their max. But he'll look at them in your face and be like, that was not good enough. But he'll say things like, I know that you're capable of better because you've shown it to me before. Get out there and do it. He's not belittling. He's not emotionally right. tapping into these kids' psyche to make them perform like they're dogs. Like, it's just, right. it, so you guys, if this is too much for you, Abby Lee, watch Beyond Belief on Netflix. It's great. Right. The interesting part is in competition, any kind, I don't care what it is, and you mentioned it and I wrote it down as a note, is... I don't care if I'm talking about dance or football or things like that. There's some great coaches who motivate well, stern, hard, fierce. And there's some great, there's some bad coaches in football, let's say, that are just abusive. Yeah. You know, to, you know, kids' minds or whatever. That, you know, I don't care if it's football, basketball, dance, <laughs> acting, whatever. There's this fierce competition that forgets that these are kids. Right. But you, there is a level that there is appropriateness on how to drive a kid to be their best. Absolutely. You know, so this kind of abuse to these kids, to me, it probably travels along many different lines. Well, it, I don't like that it's on TV, too, because I think that on it, TV, sets, it sets the message to other instructors of any sure kind did. that you can speak to kids like this. Right. And the other interesting part, and this is like in sports, too, and I hate to make the analogy, but it's it is true. The moms are very competitive with one another. Mm -hmm. Did you see thing? Have you seen and heard about parents in the bleachers? This, is it? This is like topical currently, right? I saw it on the news recently. Always. This has been going on for years. These competitive parents mm -hmm. going after one another, beating each other up. Going I mean, after they, the coaches. Yeah. This is extreme, but it happens. Yeah. And the way they talk to their kids and, you know, it starts with the parent. You want to hear some bullshit? But, so. you, but let me just say, my kid... I was stern on you mm -hmm. when you were on the stage and stuff. I, mom and dad, what do you think you're doing? You mm -hmm. know, like behave and whatever, because you were a handful. But um, nobody's going to talk to my kid like that. Mm -hmm. Nobody. If I'm going to, it'll be me if I'm going to do it. I remember I was in a show. Wait. I started the whole, yeah, I was in a, I, was, I have two stories. I was in a show, yeah. um, my, like I used to do community theater when I was in like elementary, middle and high school. And I was in a show and this mom, I was in Oliver. I was one of the little kids in Oliver. First one. And another mom came up to you yeah. because she thought that I was like stealing her kid's limelight. And you were misbehaving. Yeah. And I remember you said some shit to me like, are you stepping in this kid? I'm like, and I remember I said to you, what's limelight? Like, I was like, what are you talking about? And I think that mom just got a little bit like, 
she got right. She also came to me to say, you know, he's a kind of he's not listening, and and she was the backstage mom who was in. She was responsible for all the kids backstage. Was she? I'm up in the costume room, right? Yeah. And she came and said, I want to let you know that Joey is not listening and whatever. And I said, are you the backstage mom? And I, and she goes, yeah. I go, then take care of it. Yeah. Oh my God. I love parents like that in I go, my classroom. Why are you coming to me? Right. Don't hit him. Right. If you hit him, I'll kill you But uh, and be appropriate, but go handle it. Right. You're, he's under your watch right now. Right. And she looked at me and she did. And she's very, she's very nice. She loved you dearly. Was she? And, oh, yeah. I don't remember who yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But the the other one, the other story. And, oh, I know exactly uh, what this Ms. is. Dawn, I, I just want to say, I know you listen to these podcasts and this is not you. Okay. Who? who? Just to, I'm not going to say who it was. There was a neighbor. Oh, shit. So it wasn't you, Miss Don. You're tiptoeing yourself into some. <laughs> there was a neighbor that oh, Joey was over there playing. And all of a sudden he came home crying. He's about seven comes home crying and says, Miss Boo 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 won't let me play over there. She she told me to come home and never come on her property. I go, what'd you say? And you repeated it. Oh, no, no, no. You stand right there. She comes out of her house. I walk over there. Don't you ever talk to my kid like that again. I don't treat your children like that. Don't you ever talk to my kid like that. But, 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 I go, but nothing. That's your warning. Yeah, and she I was walked a, away. She was a whack job anyway. She so was a whack job, she, but. You were just trying, you were playing. And if, you know, you were misbehaving, she should let me know you're misbehaving, right? Because I wouldn't let her handle you. Were you were also like the ultimate <laughs> mama bear. I do I remember. That. But fair, I think. Yeah, fair. I mean, if you were, if you were, I dad up, would always say I took your side even when you lied to me. I grew up psychotic either way. So anyway. But, anyway, but anyway, back to Ebbie Yeah. The best part of this whole thing is Abby Lee. We don't really know what happened, but there's a riff with another dance studio Mom, called. Yeah. No, the whole studio. Studio 19 is like their rival, right? Right. So Abby Lee is sitting there and she is. Um, it's The other performances are going on and she's texting. And I don't know if it was at the, the final performance. At the final the performances for all the kids. Right. And one of the moms, no. I don't know if it was one of the moms or the, the owner, owner, you know for sure. Yes, it said that, owner of. You know for sure. For sure. Okay, roll for back the tape. sure. Goes over her shoulder and says, you preach theater etiquette to my kids, put your phone away. And immediately Abby Lee puts her phone away, slams her wheelchair into reverse <laughs> and hightails it out of there. And the mom looks at her again and says, you preach theater etiquette. Put it away. And she's hightailing it out of there. And then someone goes, hi, Abby. New York. Someone goes, hi, Abby. She's like, hi. She goes, where are you going? And she goes, Baskin Robbins. Like yeah. she's going to get some ice cream. And the crew is chasing, chasing her down her. the New York and City street. They showed her and they did not speed this footage up. <laughs> she was flying, <laughs> flying down the streets of New York. 60 miles an hour down the sidewalk. Flying. So. They found out where she was going. The f she missed all of her, the solo performances from all of her dancers. Which she missed ridiculous. all of their solo performances. And then they find her. And where did she go, mom? The police department to file a report against this woman. Who verbally assaulted Verbi her. Assaulted her. And then after she's done filing a report, you find her back into the uh, auditorium. Okay, hold on. When she comes back, she goes straight to the dressing room. And all of the moms and the girls are sitting there. And they just got done with their solos. And the moms go, 
Okay, girls. Well, Abby wasn't even there for your performances. Like, why would you say that? Mom was insane. Why would you tell her that? Yeah, and the kids are looking because they had one group dance left. They had that group dance to do Which yet. Which they still got first place. Yeah, but why would you say that to the kids? Those are kids. Don't get in the middle of your little snarky. This was insane. It I'm was sitting insane. there. I was so uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable. It, my blood was boiling. This is not a show to start out the new year in a good mindset. <laughs> oh my God. Abby comes in and tries to justify herself. And I can't tell. She was like, I'll do anything for my team and nobody will speak to me. And she goes, she was spitting in my face. No, she wasn't. Roll back the tape. <laughs> yeah, right. If she was spitting in you, it was in the back of your head. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally in that bird's nest. She said, I don't know if she if her motive was to file a police report to knock the other team out for maybe like misconduct or poor sportsmanship, or if she was proving a point like nobody talks to me like this. I still am not sure. What do you think? She, she said, doing? I'll do anything to win. She did say when some she came back like that. from the police department and it was like the, something was supposed to happen with this uh, order. It's either they had a, the competitors had to stay away from her and the kids because sometimes I guess they get mixed in there somewhere, but she purposely did it for a comp competitive reason. She did. Period. And she did. And it's like, you are wackadoodle. Anyway, I do have to say this. Uh, nothing against the kids or anything like that. They did this final performance of it was the prompt. Gorgeous. It was great. Whatever. They came in first place. Congratulations. Right. I do have to say, first of all, we didn't get the full performance, obviously. We were watching via TLC. Right. There was editing involved. You right. know, there were camera switchbacks. We didn't see the whole performance. It was like part of the song or whatever. So, based off of what we saw, which I, was, which I don't think was a healthy uh, view at the final performance, I was not wowed by it. I was truly not, I was actually, might I say, underwhelmed because- mm -hmm. We didn't see the other ones. I'm huh? also not a dance instructor or a teacher, so this is from a common folks perspective. Yeah. But I didn't think it was that technical, what they were doing. I thought the costumes, whoever, who yeah, Abby Lee should have been like, whip this back around. Absolutely not. Right. Because they could have done so much bigger and better. Yeah. And I also thought that just like, they, they were stressing how important this was to be community theater, community theater, community theater. They even- Broadway it was theater. Broadway. Oh, I'm sorry. Broadway I just said theater. We're talking about. Broad, yeah, it was Broadway. They, were in they gave us community. Hm, okay, I'll say yeah. it. Okay, yeah. But Abby Lee's like, this is Broadway. This is Broadway. This is phenomenal. She was like, this is musical no, theater. This is musical theater. This is Broadway. It needs to be like this. She even brought in members of the actual cast from the prom, which was the song that they were performing to. Who that guy gave them some good pro tips. He's like, it needs to be big and crisp. And he was telling them, yeah. right? Uh -huh. It looked like a recital at the Macomb Center. Boom. It looked like that. I was like, what is this? Bravo School of Dance on 24? The 25 Romeo Plank? What is this? I don't know. I'm just going to say nothing against that. But I'm like, you're on, y'all are on TV. You're supposed to be the best of the best. I'm like, what is this? Like, was this actually the well, best national competition? How many national competitions in this country are there? Is that the one? Or is this like, you know, C division? I don't know. Well, yeah, true. But we didn't see any other competitions. But 
It's all about the editing. It's all about the money. It's all about the show. It's all about bullshit. Yep. You know, like everything that we watch oh, practically. But, um, but, you know, a competition between the moms and Abby's way she abuses those kids mentally, it, it, it frightens me on what kind of TV people. Now, people laughed at me by watching The Bachelor mm-hmm. and reality TV. There's some reality TV I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this type is is a sin. It truly <laughs> is. It's a damn sin. And in Patreon, what I do for the Patreon, I talk about, is this good for kids to watch? Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Um, first of all, speaking yeah. of the Patreon, really quick, yeah. in the Patreon episode of this one, I don't know if you know, there's two breakout stars from this show. Maddie Ziegler is a breakout star. She was in, she's in most of the Sia music videos and Jojo Siwa. Jojo in the Siwa. Patreon episode, I'm going to tell you how I met them. Oh. And uh, a little bit more. You guys can become Patreon members at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash Patreon.com slash It's how we keep the podcast going. Um... Consider becoming a Patreon member for at least a little bit if you can. If you like the podcast, we appreciate the support. Right. Um, so go on over to patreon.com slash Jonah and become a Patreon member. We love you. And big, big thank you to Anna Johnson for making us watch the show. I loved it. Before we go, Mom, yes. let me ask you, mm-hmm. are you going to watch it again? Never. I think I might. If it's even on. It hasn't been on since 2019. Never. I, I will think. not. It's just like I say to Dad, why are you watching this shit show? I'm not giving this shit show my Nielsen rating, meaning... You know, so many viewers watch this and it's very popular. I'm not going to be part of that count. Well, okay. Well, no. uh, thank you guys for watching from your Midwestern Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> exactly. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next time on Let's, Let's Watch, watch TV. TV. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye.